welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted Energy. I am one of your hosts, Nora Nopal, and I'm joined by my co-host, Pat Jones. Unscripted Energy is a podcast focused on the healing properties of energy work integrated in everyday things in everyday life. Unscripted because it's just that. Unscripted, unedited authenticity from two people working in the field of energy and spiritual wellness. So tune in, not just to us, but to yourself and experience unscripted energy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted Energy. I'm your host, Nora Nopal, and I'm joined with my co-host. Oh, where'd she go? There she is. Maybe Pat Jones. Hey, there she is. She, she disappeared from the screen for a minute, folks. I'm joined by my co-host, Pat Jones, and we have a guest in studio today. In studio today. Um She's joining us from her office at Integrated Therapeutic Healing, where none other than PT Patty. How are you Yay. doing today, Patty? I'm doing great. It's Friday. I'm very happy it's Friday. <laughs> I'm happy it's Friday, too. Um, so, Patty Abrigo Nadenoff um, is her, her legal name. PT Patty's not on your license, right? No, it's not. It's it not. Should be. It should be. <laughs> Everybody knows her as P.T. Patty in the area. Um, she's um, my own personal physical therapist. Um, and, Me too. And, and Pat's as well. Um, but also somebody that I refer to for those needs out of out of my personal, my business office, out of Haven Hypnosis. So um, we welcome you to the show. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm glad to be back on it. Yeah, Pat, uh, yeah. we had Patty on a couple seasons ago um, and, and got I to... I think t- our first. Oh, it might our, have been. Yeah, our first, our yeah, first, first, yeah. first season. Not the first guest, but the first season. I thought... I think you might have been our first guest on Unscripted. Oh. You weren't my first did. guest on Divine Dragonfly. I've had, I had guests on that as well. But, mm-hmm. um... Yeah, so welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, so, um, you know, we always give our guests an opportunity to kind of plug what they're doing. Uh, Integrative Therapeutic Healing is growing. You just added another practitioner, right? We did. I just added another physical therapist to our team, um, which has grown from just me to now two PTAs, PT, an OT, and now a new PT, <laughs> and I actually have an interview for another PT today. That's exciting. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, look at you grow, and it's been just, what, five years? Five years. Five years since you opened the door and said, I'm doing this thing. Yes. Yeah, that's so awesome. It's, it's been a past growth in the past, really, two years. Yeah. Well, congratulations on all of that. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. And so if people were looking for, they needed those kinds of services, you know, physical therapy, occupational therapy, and so forth, 
Um, well, first off, what are some of the services besides that that integrative therapeutic healing offers? Um, so besides for traditional PT and OT, we have a cancer rehab program um, that's specifically right now focused on breast cancer, um, people with breast that are just diagnosed with breast cancer, so we can see them um, even before they start entering cancer treatments, chemo or radiation. Um, we can also help them through the process of um, while they're getting their treatments to aid them in any kind of pain and mobility issues that may come up during the treatments and then as well as after they're done with their treatments and even long after maybe 10 20 years after they've had treatments that they're still dealing with lymphedema um, chronic fatigue peripheral neuropathy so all those kinds of things that people just think oh well I had cancer, this is just the new normal. Um, it doesn't have to be that way. And mm. so we're trying to get out there and educate others that there's, there's, there is a new normal that can be um, established. And yeah. it's just, you just need some guidance in that area to know how to do it safely too. That, and then that's um, important. And I will speak to that just briefly that, yeah, you know, you talk about, you think you, as a cancer patient, as, a, as myself, as a former cancer patient, um, you know, I've been in remission over 20 years. And sometimes you hear the word remission and you think you're just, everything's done and that's great. And for the most part it is. Um, but myself, I've done pelvic floor um, physical therapy with Patty because radiation treatment about 15 or so years after I was done, um, a result of radiation treatment wreaked havoc on my body and didn't know that it even was, comp I just figured it was, oh, I birthed three kids and, and all it all probably related. Um, it, my doctor physically um, linked it back to having to have radiation treatment in that area and um, yeah and so I, I have um, had to have Patty and her team do we had to do work and we've and done workshops here it's done a lot of a lot of good yeah, yeah so actually the PT that I just hired Jerry she is a women's health specialist oh, nice. so I used to refer out to um, some of the more the PTs that were specialized in pelvic health and women's health and pelvic floor dysfunction, and I would refer those patients out elsewhere, usually to a colleague in Toledo, and now I can do it in-house. That's awesome. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. So in addition to the workshop that you were talking about that I do for the pelvic floor and core stability and strengthening, then now I have we have the opportunity to actually see the patients um, for any anything that might need to be done internally and a little more specialized than, than what I was doing. That's, that's exciting. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, let's see, what else we have going on? <laughs> so much. Well, I teach um, a yoga physical therapy class, and I am, for those who are not in the area, I am available online. So you have Pat a Patreon Jones, account, right? I do have a Patreon account, so Pat uh, is on that, and she gets to practice with me now that she doesn't live in the area at anymore. Home. Mm -hmm. At home. Mm -hmm. Which I like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm one of those that likes to just, you know, be at home when mm -hmm. I do those things. So. Be at home and do it whenever you want to do it. That's so awesome. I, I realize that, that, that there are a lot of people who would like to attend but can't, so I started that um, page earlier this year. Um, let's see what else do we have going on. We do a lot of aquatic therapy in the area. Um, Very nice. Yeah. And we have a fall prevention program. And we have 
uh, PTA that's also a Tai Chi instructor. And so she incorporates that into um, her treatments with her patients. Wow. So a wide variety of services if you, if you should need. And where can they find you um, in, in your, in your um, services if they want to contact you guys? Uh, they can find me at my website, which is ithteam.com. Uh, they can find me on Facebook at Integrate Therapeutic Healing. They can find me on Patreon. <laughs> and my Patreon name, I think, is Yoga with PT Patty. Uh, I do have a YouTube channel at PT Patty. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an Instagram account, but it's still my personal. I haven't changed over to a business one yet. Oh gosh, what else? Where else can they find me? <laughs> and we're gonna and we'll link and we'll link our listeners on the Unscripted Energy Facebook page to the ITH team website and so forth. So you'll be able to find her there as well. Well that's exciting. I'm so happy for you guys and, and all the great work you guys do in the community to help people just be well and feel better. It's very important. You. You're welcome. You. So for those of you just tuning in, maybe and are new to the podcast, this is Unscripted Energy, and we have a guest on. We invite them to kind of talk, like Patty just did, about um, you know what they do in the community and the value that they offer, and then we uh, pick a word of the week. And the premise of this podcast is to to do just that. We talk about how life um, can affect us in in the most subtle of ways, and. Sometimes the most subtlest ways is is words, and we we have all grown up with that old adage that sticks and stones, right? May break my bones, but words can never hurt me. But what Pat and I have discovered over the last few years is that even the most subtle and innocuous type words hold energy, because everything's energy. And we pick a word at random and just see where it falls upon us, where it lands with us, where we might pick that energy up and feel it in our body, or how it might spur conversations like you're going to hear in a moment. So um, with that, Pat, yes, it's your week to pick the word of the week. This is season five, episode, gosh, eight? Is that where we are? Yeah. Go All on. right. Here it is. Oh, okay. Okay. Pretty good one. And even on a fancy card, the word is joy. Oh, joy. 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 Couldn't we all use the... A little of that in our lives all the time every day uh, yes yeah, it's, it's a great a, word it is a great word and uh, you know as we're coming into this season if you will the season of where we are in, in the calendar we're, we're gonna see that word a lot yeah. here in the next couple of months I think of I think of I won't get too ha- too ahead of myself but I think of holiday cards when I think of that word I thought of that too when I so, the definition for joy, according to dictionary.com, <laughs> the emotion of great delight or happiness caused by something exceptionally good or satisfying, mm. keen pleasure, elation, um, a source or cause of keen pleasure or delight, something or someone greatly valued or appreciated. Those, yeah. those things that bring you joy and incite joyfulness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. Great That's, delight. What was that again? Great. I like that. Great delight. Great delight. Yeah. Oh. And you know, it, it is a, it's, peop, it's a name too. 
you know, the word joy can be a name too. So yeah. So when we think about this word joy, as we get ready to settle into this space, the way we like to start this um, this meditation is to kind of set an intention around this word and to um, you know, do a little bit of a meditation around this word joy. So, Pat, sometimes it takes us a minute and we like a stall, but she has this look on her face that I know too well that she's already got something coming into her mind around this word. This makes me smile. It just so. makes you smile, yeah. Yeah. We'll so see. let's let's uh, get into some joy here in in uh, as we drop into this moment this moment. And sometimes you'll see or hear someone say a moment of joy and isn't really every present moment is a joy so that's if you are in a place and space that you can close your eyes you can do that if you would like or if you need to do this later that's great too um so let's um just kind of go inside as we drop into this moment and I have my hands in front of my heart, the heel of my hands, the bottom together, and then the fingers kind of open an inch or two apart. So you can kind of feel that energy of the heart. And joy is one of the emotions associated with the heart. And joy, happiness, love, compassion, gratitude. Um, one of those high vibration emotions um, that really isn't our um, set space. It is something that's there but it's something that we choose as we're programmed for survival. Uh, sometimes it, it takes a moment to drop in and feel and experience joy and happiness and delight. So let's do that right now. And as I've been talking here, my hands have opened up like a flower blossoming in the sun and feel that energy close to your heart where your hands are and feel the energy between the hands, feel the warmth like sunbeams shining on your face. And let's just all take a moment to, in your mind, think of something that brings you joy. And how that, that image and that thought, how that makes you feel. 
how that makes you feel in your heart space. And we can do this anytime. And feeling those feelings is good for you. Take a nice deep breath into that feeling of joy. Smile to the heart. And we'll take that feeling into our conversation. Take it into the rest of your day, into your weekend. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you, Pat. What a way to center our conversation that was lovely thank you yeah thank you ah yes (laughs) yeah there's been um no doubt um like casework and studies on like refining joy and what it means to people um you know for back when I did my hypnosis training, one of the things that, um, that we talked about was this, this, about those types of studies. There was a study that was done over the course of like 40 years that talked about the, uh, relationship between the spiritual experiences that we have as human beings and, um, the way that they unfold in our lives. Um, we don't often give ourselves time to stop like that and Mm -hmm. notice the joy in this chaotic world. Um, When you're talking about that, it reminds me of um, author, um, it'll come back to me, oh, Marianne Williamson. And she Mm -hmm. says, um, joy is what happens to us when we allow ourselves to recognize how good things really are right wow, yeah. it's we don't we don't often take time to stop and realize that even if things are just horrible there are mm-hmm. little moments even if there's this even if the big stuff outweighs the joy the joy is still there mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. do you ever find patty um you know in in your work i mean obviously there was some there's got to be some, I'm speaking for myself, but there's got to be some joy moments that you're cultivating in your practice, right? When you are doing the kind of work you're doing. Oh, all day, every day. Yeah. Like I've been very fortunate to have a career that I help people find joy in their life again. Yeah. Also the people that, um, come to my practice have been dealing with chronic pain illness dysfunction um, movement issues and they've done all kinds of treatments gone to all different practitioners had therapy in the past and nothing has helped and they just 
mm-hmm. um, desperation or just kind of looking for something different and then and they are kind of to the point of they've just given up or I've been referred people that you know from oh I really want you to see my dad or my mom or my husband because they've been dealing with this issue nobody's been able to help them um, mm-hmm. and they have kind of given up and so they see that we're practicing differently um, than anybody else around here and yeah. being able to just listen to someone and hear what their issues are and kind of figure out okay what's been missing from their their plan and you know what or even finding out what is it that brings them joy and how can we get that person back to doing something that's going to bring them joy yeah how can and, we shift them back to to that joy point that they that they're missing because of this thing they don't feel they're able to do anymore or not able to do in the same way right and, and it is it may not be in the same way but just helping them to recognize and figure it out and it's really about problem solving okay mm-hmm. if you can't go for a three-mile run anymore because of whatever issue you have well maybe you can at least go for a five-minute walk down the street and that's yeah. that's a start yeah. You know, and, and also realizing, well, maybe you won't be able to run anymore, but there are other things that you can do to keep moving and make you feel better. So, yeah, it's, it, I, I always say, I've even before my practice, and, um, just as a physical therapist um, in general, I always said I, I never regret making the choice to go down this career path mm-hmm. because I get to help people every day and I help to make their quality of life better. And that brings me joy, and I think they that that just radiates onto whoever I'm working with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's, it's just bringing them hope too. It, it, yeah, it, yeah. Go ahead, Pat. I was just going to say, and that aids in healing too, wouldn't you say? I oh mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. To give them a little glimmer of hope um, mm-hmm. that they can find joy in simple things and sometimes it's you know they'll come back and they're frustrated because they're doing everything that we've told them to do and they're feel like they haven't gotten any better so I have to go back to okay when you saw us three months ago and I did your initial evaluation these are the things you told me you could not do anymore Mm -hmm. and these were the things that you said you wanted to do and then it's just a matter of oh okay yeah I guess I can do that now without as much pain or okay yeah I guess I am walking a little more than I was before so it it, you know it's a it's a work in progress (laughs) it requires a lot of patience Mm -hmm. to be able to find what works for someone or what doesn't work yeah I find that in my practice too Patty that you know sometimes they'll they'll call back and say you know we did this thing you know and it didn't and it didn't work and um, I'm still where I was, you know, when I called you initially, and I'll say, well, let's talk about that. You know, when, like you just said, when you initially came in, you were doing or X, Y, and Z, or you weren't able to do X, Y, and Z, and, and you know, what's changed? You know, well, they'll say, still sometimes say, well, nothing's changed. Um, you know, and but in the course of that conversation, they'll go, like you said, it'll start to unfold that they go, oh, well, maybe I'm, yeah, I was smoking a whole pack, but now it's just a half pack a day, or... Um, you know, I, I do notice that even though, um, 
you know, I don't get out and go to the rec center three times a day, that I am still, I'm back at the rec center now, and I'm walking the track, you know, a couple laps, and I was, yeah, see? Something has changed. It might not be monumental, but it has changed. And when you do that, you're, you know, sparking that, that joy, because the opposite of joy, as you pointed out, is hopelessness, and people can get in to such places of despair when they don't feel well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then everything's negative and they don't find joy in anything. Right. Right. And it can get so easy, right? Sometimes it feels so so much easier to just fall into that trap and and roll around in that tumbleweed than it can to just, you know, stop and look at the possibilities that maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong and things are, yeah, I know, really? What? Me? Wait a minute. Um... You know, that maybe things aren't as bad as they seem, right? And mm-hmm. and it's just because, from an energy perspective, negativity, from an energy perspective, weighs more, right? And and it, and it's you know scientifically we can't put it on a scale. Well, maybe we could, if depending how we quantified it, but it weighs more because if you think about the negativity, despair, hopelessness, those kinds of things, and where they fall upon you and your body. How heavy. How heavy you feel, right? The sensation of heaviness. But a lot of times when I'm working with people with physical ailments, you know, when they talk about, you know, well, my hips are bothering me or my neck is bothering me, a lot of times from an energy perspective, that's where they're pulling that energy into. That's where it's sitting. You know, if, you, um, if you're lacking joy and you're falling into places of despair, and it's some, you're somebody who pulls it into your neck, when you get into those things that cause you despair, you tend to want to do this and curl up in a little ball and hide and hibernate, right? In our fight or flight, we go inward and curl ourselves, and it's pulling, yeah, yeah pulls our shoulders yeah. inward, and the energy's getting trapped right there. And yeah. yeah. And in the same way, when we hold, when we take stuff into our, into our gut, we overeat, we, um, it can cause an imbalance, um, energetic imbalance in our belly and cause our gut flora to be off balance and cause our stride to be messed up. And we don't think about that, but it really does happen. Um, you know, I've, I've had countless cases in here where I've had to do Reiki to remove energy or to remove the blocks so that people could, their energy could flow freely. So they could go back to PT and, um, and do things and have them be more effective because um, they didn't realize that that's how they held on to their energy. That they would they do PT and they feel good for a day or so, right? And then you probably see this, right, in your practice. They Then a couple of days later, they're like, oh, why didn't it stick? Well, because you went back to the same old ways. <laughs> same old ways or even the negative mindset, mm-hmm. um, you know, so it's not just about helping someone with the physical it's the emotional it's mental it's the energetically spiritually it's everything that works together Mm -hmm. and if you only do one piece of the other it's probably not going to be as effective right well and that's one thing that sets you apart from other physical therapists i think is that you you incorporate all that within your practice and if I don't incorporate it into my own practice, then I am referring mm-hmm. to someone like Nora, um, 
so that they can help them with other other things that I'm not able to help them with or you know but me recognizing too like okay there is something else that's holding you back or you're holding your pain in your low back area what can we do or what can I have someone else do to help you move along mm-hmm. and kind of get past whatever is blocking you from um, you, you know freeing you from whatever is your issue but I think that speaks to why your business is growing because people are seeing professionals in your field are seeing that oh there this is something different this is a new and fresh approach to what I'm doing um, so that that could very well speak to the, the growth that you've seen you know and on that that kind of um, train of thought that we've been having it reminded me of this um, this phrase from um, it's in one of my my meditation books um, from Buddha um, where he talks about the um, the primary source of unhappiness is never about um, the situation itself right it's about the thoughts we think about it right and our thoughts are energy and if we're thinking joyful thoughts and how then that joy is going to be sprinkled into moments throughout our day um, but if we focus on the negative you know and we're only seeing the negative about the situation it's our thoughts about the situation that are making the situation negative perhaps um, so we absolutely control that um, our, our thoughts are the most powerful form of our spiritual energy and we have we have control over that um, one of the things actually I talked about this week is somebody had asked me the question in regards to addiction another area that people that people deal with you know that falls into hopelessness and despair the other side of joy as we talk about is that you know when I have somebody in my office that has, that's working through an addiction whether it's overeating or you know anything um, they they'll ask me you know well what's the difference you know between I think about it you know all the time but I'm not putting it into action isn't that an urge it's when a thought on any kind of thought becomes chronic when you think about it all the time and it's at the forefront of your mind that's an, an it's an urge but if a fleeting thought just comes in and you don't act on it a thought's just a thought until you continue to allow that thought to run um, a pattern in your mind where it becomes an urge and then pushes that urge into an action um, so we absolutely can control our thoughts and those thoughts and the control of those um, can we, we could then therefore can control our actions of our life and what we do and what we don't do so um, the own, the, even though people can invoke feelings you know within us Right? They might say things that hit us a certain way or lay upon our hearts a certain way or hurt us. We absolutely are the ones who control to the degree of what we allow to um, snuff out our joy. Um, you know, we, we get to control that and, and how much we let something, something bother us. So um, it, that's a big part of what I do <laughs> in my practice is helping people to understand that you you you're the one who is absolutely in control of the situation you just don't know how to control it yet um, and helping people find their joy or their peace is a big part of what I do yeah, and empowering them empowering them uh, yes that's the word I was just thinking of too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it gives you it gives you power 
Joy, yeah, joy absolutely can give you power as well as the other side of it. We might think of hopelessness as seemingly powerless, but if we let hopelessness, um, if we let hopelessness gain energy, then it can, it also can um, be a negative motivator and negatively empower us towards anger and frustration and resentment and things that we don't, that aren't for the benefit of our of our spirit and our soul selves, let alone our physical selves. Well, and I think when you're trying to find, you know, what motivates somebody and what they find joy in doing, so like for me, when I'm trying to create an exercise program for somebody, and okay, I'm going to pick on you, Pat, for a little bit here. (laughs) Pick on one of us. We're both patients. I'm ready. I'm ready. So, um, she probably doesn't like to do a full 60 minutes of a yoga practice. Well, uh, <laughs> that's absolutely 100% true. Okay, so, knowing that she doesn't want to do that, then I have created shorter practices, 20 to 30 minutes. Even I recently posted a, a five-minute one. <laughs> I, I so wanted to, I so wanted to comment on there and say, did you make this one? <laughs> I did not, however. <laughs> it sounded exactly like, it was, it was exactly I what I needed, <laughs> and it was five minutes, and I'm like, okay, and I actually did it as soon as and, that's, and, and so I didn't create it specifically for you, but I created it for others who are like you that are like, give me something to do before I get out of bed that takes a few minutes and then I can watch you do it or, you know, listen to your voice and then it's done. Mm-hmm. And so I created the five-minute back warm-up video. I'm, I'm so glad I'm not the only one. No, you're not. not. <laughs> Definitely not. Depending on you're the actually depending like on the, the day. <laughs> um, so go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it was just learning about you, getting to know you as a person, mm-hmm. and you know, saying, "Well, you have to do this 60-minute video three times a week, or you're not going to get better." Well, you're not going to do it first of all, and you're not going to. Um, um, Sorry, That's okay. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna like be able to um, to stick with it Sorry. and see. That's okay. Yeah. You're not gonna be able to stick with it and see the results in the long run, right? That you're hoping for. If you, they're likely to drop out and not do anything if you are so rigid around it. Well, and and also, I was completely honest with you too. I wasn't in there and you know, kind of going along with and saying, okay, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing my exercise. And then go home and not do anything. I, you're not going to help anybody by like no. lying to me and saying, yeah, oh yeah, I do that video three times a week. And right. <laughs> no, I said, I, this is not me. This is not what I'm, you know, I'm not going to, I just know I'm not going to do it. So, and yeah, uh, and I'd rather people be upfront and honest because I can't help them if they're not. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's really important. Yeah. And if you hadn't told me that, then yeah, maybe I wouldn't have started creating more of these 20 to 30 minute videos for that page um, because I was just thinking, oh, well, everyone's loving these 60 minute videos. Yeah. And they're really not. 
and it's maybe not that they're not loving him, but you know, yeah, people, nice. yeah, yeah, people have, you know, in this such a busy, busy world, they still want to work out, they still want to do the things like, oh, I can only get five minutes of this in, and by you creating like the smaller videos, it's empowering people to go, oh, I can do that, but I can tell you from well personal experience and from listening to clients when they come in in my own practice that if you put an hour video up and they can only do 10 minutes of it guess what happens then they feel guilty because they didn't do the other 40 minutes or whatever 50 minutes um, and then that causes a whole other set of um, of issues and despair and stuff in like oh gosh I want to get to a point where I could do the whole 60 minutes but if they have 10 minutes and they're able to string you know, that together for four, you know, four days a week, they've done a 40 minute and eventually they might work up to being able to do 40 minutes in one day. And I just presented on this, um, at a presentation last week, um, oh, about yeah. movement as medicine. And I said, and in my presentation, I said, every little bit counts. So if you can't get the 150 minutes of a week of moderate intensity exercise five days a week, then that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, at least you're moving, at least you're doing something for your body, at least you're doing something for your health, and it doesn't have to even add up to that, but you're gradually building up your endurance to be able to do that, and, it, and it's better than doing nothing. So, mm -hmm. again, it's empowering someone to know, like, okay, yeah, I'm really busy, but that five-minute walk I did during my lunch hour was... Invigorating. Invigorating, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And don't you find that, um, you know... Well, sometimes, let's be honest, sometimes we can be our, our own worst enemy, right? We talk ourselves out of more things we can talk ourselves into. Um, that's the sometimes human yeah. nature. Um, but it, even going back to, I think, a talk we did, Patty, in October of 2020 with, with Coach Tim Heath, um, we talked about that same premise because one of the things that we found early on when we were in the pandemic stage was... Um, we got so complacent with, oh, I don't, now I don't have to go anywhere because I can't go anywhere because I'm confined, to, you know, we're all quarantined. We're all confined to our homes. So it gave us an excuse to, you know, to, to fall on bad behaviors. And, you know, people were gaining weight. We kept calling, you know, people were calling it the COVID 15 pounds, right? You were gaining um, the 15 pounds in just a few short months because we fell on bad behaviors. Um, and sadly, in the three years, you know, since then, um, we haven't, four years, we haven't really, well, some people, we haven't fallen back into a better behavior pattern, um, still stuck in the, in the uncertainty and the what if. It's a very real thing um, that people still, um, four years later, um, that COVID is sucking the joy out of, you know, people's lives, um, whether it's with long COVID or um, still falling into, um, I put on all this weight and now I don't know how to get it off. Um, you know, it, it's still a very real thing that can be paralyzing to people um, that, you know, you're, you're helping people with that. It, Pat, you in, in your practice, like getting back and getting, doing Qigong with people in their homes, getting them moving, um, all of these things are inspiring uh, people to make better cho choices and, and make changes in their lives for the better. Yeah, and I think it all matters. And um, Patty, I'll tell you this. I actually shared this with Pat a few weeks ago. Um, you know, Pat, what, 
pet might not always get to see the results of what she does, right? Because, you know, you see the people, they're on camera, right, Pat? And then, then they're gone. And um, I found out something. I shared this with Pat a few weeks ago. So I have a meditation student who has special needs. And <laughs> Pat's laughing because she knows the story, Patty. And um, I, I teach him basic guided imagery meditation. Um, I've been doing that for three years with him. I, I did it at an organization here in town that that works with people with special needs. And then his caregiver said, oh, because during COVID they had to quit that. So he lost that part of his self-care and he really liked it. So he asked if he could do it. And so now we do it one-on-one -on -one here in the office. And then one day in the middle of meditation, he says, he starts doing this and he's moving his hands towards his face and away from his face. So he's going, I breathe in and I breathe out. And then he's like pushing his hands down. And I'm like, I didn't teach him that. Where did that come from? And so I had to come and tell Pat that he's learning Qigong from somewhere. Well, guess where he learned it from? As I learned, I learned last week when he came back to my office, he learned it from Pat Jones as I talked to his caregiver. He came to, he did. He did. Um, this is the second part of the story. Yeah, she didn't know this part. So you, you sparked joy and you didn't even know it. Um, he came to our... Pat and I have, and I think Patty, you've, you've maybe come to it to support us too, but um, the event we do with the Master Gardeners in the spring, um, where I teach meditation and Pat has done Qigong and, our, and Pat's friend Gary has done Tai Chi, okay. um, he, they were there. Oh. They were there, and I know. Oh. And, and so I said, he, I noticed that he's doing this movement. I didn't teach him, but I know what the movement is. I recognize it as Qigong, and and I said, "Does he watch? Do you guys watch videos at the house and or something?" And she says, "Oh no, he learned that um, at the at, at the event with the master gardeners. We they came out to because that same group tends to the gardens. They help Shannon um, weed and water and stuff like that. So they come out to that event to support Shannon, and they learned it from you." That is so cool. Full circle moment. And I said, yeah. oh, that's too funny. And that he, you know, that it, it's got in there and he still... Apparently he walks around the house when he gets frustrated and goes, I breathe in and I breathe out. And oh he does chug on. That's awesome. I love it. I thought you might like that. See, See how much joy that brought you? I know. Uh -huh. It does. That's so neat. You just don't know when you're planting those subtle yeah. seeds of joy yeah. out in the universe how they're going to come back and manifest in people. Um, yeah, I knew she didn't know the second part to that story because <laughs> I just saw him like uh, on Tuesday. So, um, yeah, that um, it, was it Tuesday? Yeah, I guess Monday or Tuesday. Um, so, yeah, you just never know. Um, I did, uh, I'll share this briefly too, that back when we were all still masked, um, I did a little science experiment, social experiment, so to speak. One day, I went to the grocery store, and I had my mask on, and nobody can see you behind your mask, really. They could just see your eyes, right? And I made a purpose to make eye contact with every single person I came in contact with. Um, I was smiling behind my mask, and it's not something I normally do when I didn't have a mask. I kind of enjoyed wearing masks for that reason because I could more confidently <laughs> smile and not feel self-conscious. Yeah, um, big smile behind the mask because then I didn't have to worry about how I looked. Um, and so I would make eye contact with every person. And you know, you just never know 
um, some, now I learned through that experiment that um, while a lot of people smiled back at me with, with their eyes, right, they made eye contact and you could see the corners of their eyes come up because they were smiling behind their mask too. Um, I later learned from one of my mentors that you might have creeped some people out that way just trying to stare at them. Um, but I, I didn't get that reception though with people. Some people did look away, um, but you never know, like that might have been what some people needed back in that time when we were going through those things that um, they went to the grocery store and they were stuck in whatever their thoughts were and you know, saw somebody make eye contact with them and smile back and know, let them know it, 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 it's okay, whatever they're dealing with, it's okay today. Um, you never know what you're gonna, how that's gonna affect somebody. Very powerful stuff. So see, you, the, your Qigong class is spreading to places you didn't even know. Right, and it really is a planting of a seed. I mm -hmm. think what all, all of us do, all three of us do, we are all gardeners in that way. We are planting seeds with yeah. people. And um, yeah, that's a, a great joy. It is a great joy. When you it think is. about your personal life, Patty, are there things that came to mind when Pat was doing her meditation that Yes. Brought so you? a lot of it had to do with laughter. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So like seeing um, someone laughing or something that made me laugh. So pretty much yeah, everything that was coming into my mind had to do with laughter and connection. Laughter and connection. You know, I have a hypnosis colleague who her niche her in hypnosis is laughter hypnosis. She heals people through laughter. We might have laughter. to have her on the show. She's a couple of time zones. Yeah. We have some people on the that have been on the podcast. Laughter is medicine. On the West Coast. Yeah, laughter Absolutely. is medicine. And she that she'd be a great guest. I should try to get her to come on, but um, and a couple other people, when I went through hypnosis training, it apparently is a specialized niche that um, there's a lady in Willard who used to, who um, she lost her son um, very tragically in a military accident years ago. And the, how she healed was she went around and she taught people how to find joy by bringing laughter into their life and doing hypnosis through laughter. Yeah, really, really good stuff. And, and you know, you like I, we said earlier, you just don't know how one little seed of joy, it's a simple little three-letter word, you know, can just really bring so much um, emphasis to our lives. Pat, we've talked about that book, um, Spark Joy, kind of in passing in different parts. It's where um, I've modeled that phrase, it's either a hell yes or it's a no. Um, so the book Spark Joy um, comes to mind. If you've not read it, I haven't read it in its entirety, but my former boss, um, Jackie Clark, turned me on to this. And it's about putting those things in your life. And actually, Chris read a similar book called The Peace Index, where you kind of rate the things in your life and the things that bring you peace or bring you joy. Um, it's another good book on same similar premise um, that... In Spark Joy, it's kind of about going around and doing, I don't know, some people may look at it as a feng shui type of thing. Um, 
but being able to kind of purge the physical material things in your household because everything is energy and if you if you hoard or you collect or whatever that stuff takes up space it takes up energy um, and can cause you know if you you have a lot of things that are just kind of bulking down once you clear that space out it makes you feel lighter and brighter and so the one of the models of that sparking joy is like I'm only bringing things into my house now that um, you know that bring me that joy and if it's not a pardon the expression but if it's not a hell yes meaning I'm it's I'm just I'm not on the fence about it yeah I kind of like that you know hold on to it for a little bit and see if I feel better about it no if it's not a oh hell yes like that I love that then it's a no and I do that with my clothes now too because I think I talked about that a few podcasts ago that I've created a bad habit of I, I've become a clothes whore patty um apparently so um as I'm thinking about all the shoes in my closet <laughs> yeah. I inherited. And I don't wear anymore because they hurt my feet. <laughs> I inherited another dress. I, I inherited you. another dresser from Pat Jones, and it's in my my garage. <laughs> and my husband said the other day when he was putting away clothes, "You might need to bring that other dresser in the house because <laughs> I'm having a hard time putting clothes away." But it, it, the idea of spark joy is just about putting things that into does. your home that spark that joy. Yeah. Yeah, when you were talking about that, I was actually thinking, well, that could be people also. Oh, of course. I think that goes with the peace index in some ways, the book that Chris was reading that, you know, and social media, you hear it often, mm-hmm. you know, that people are like, I got to purge my friends list because, you know, people that you, you, you accept friend requests and you kind of just, you know, think about it. And, and then the next thing you know, it's like people get really brave behind their keyboard and you're like, oh, I didn't. I don't really want to have to look at that. I kind of get on to, you know, to to break away from the real world for a minute, and then things get too real on social media. So, yeah, purging your friends list. And even, like, in real life, you know, sometimes people are with us for a season, I say, right? And, they've, you know, you, you've met your energetic purpose in each other's lives, and um, and it's time to move on. And, you know, and that's happened. You know, I've had some friends that I've been friends with for over 40 years. Um, they've been friends with me. We've stayed friends. They're like family. Um, but yeah, there's been moments of that too, where it's like, um, you know, I, I like a lot of people, right? Um, I know a lot of people. Um, not every person that I know and that I like is in my inner circle. I consider the two people in my screen and my inner circle. Um, those people that you share things with that maybe you feel safe doing that, right? That you know that they can hold your confidences and likewise. And, um, you know, not all those people spark your joy, right? That, that are those people in your inner circle. Yeah. Those are people that would spark your joy and that, um, you know, you, you, you trust and, but not everybody that you come into contact with in your life is meant to do that. As you get older and you realize life is short, you know, do you want to spend it with people who don't spark your joy? Not no. really. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's right. No. And that doesn't mean that people aren't in, those people aren't interesting and aren't wonderful in their own right. Here's the thing, folks. Everybody doesn't have to be your person and they're not meant to. Right. That's it. I have, I love my children and I would do anything for them. Um, 
but my my children um sometimes kids my grandkids try to do this who's your favorite oh really yeah my grandkids will do that who's your favorite <laughs> and well, uh, you are <laughs> i don't yeah that's my answer every time you are of course isn't that a grandma thing to yeah, say you are well you are well of course. i i tell and my oldest one. Well, you are. And they all find out that yes. you said that to all of them. <laughs> yeah. I tell my oldest, my oldest granddaughter, my old, she's my oldest grandchild, I tell her that her brother is, just because I know that it can get her. Yeah. I said, you, don't, you know, Clinton's my old, my favorite. He's always been my favorite. And and so she, um, and then, then I modeled, started modeling, you're my favorite right now, because you're in front of me. <laughs> you're my favorite right now. Um, but, you know. Um, I don't, I never have had a favorite kid. I've never had a favorite grandkid, honestly. Um, I tell my husband all the time, he is my favorite human, because that's absolutely true. Um, he is my most favorite human in the whole wide world. And there's, on most, most any given day, there's no person I'd rather spend time with. I say most any given day, because he's probably, feels very fortunate that he gets to go, you know, that he goes bowling on Tuesday nights. And I enjoy that time to myself as well. <laughs> brings you joy it brings me joy to have quiet and not turn the tv on and not have other sound and most of that time is spent trying to pluck away at that those next two books or spent in front of an easel with a paintbrush in my hand so i it brings me a whole lot of joy yeah and we all have those things what's if if you picked something patty or pat that that wasn't you know i know you talked a little bit we talked a little bit about it but what are some specific things that you like that you do that bring you joy other than this podcast of course <laughs> well, other yeah, that goes with without saying <laughs> uh, I'll go first um, my sewing is probably one of the things that that brings me joy as far yeah. as things that that I like to do yeah sewing yeah what about you Patty um going to an actual yoga class or a meditation class yeah Oops. for myself yeah. that I'm not leading oh yeah yeah enjoying that self-care that, like, not, right that peace yes self-care um, for, yeah yeah that I'm not I you know as a it's yoga instructor and both of you know as the instructors mm-hmm. to you you do benefit from doing mm-hmm. being the leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're all fortunate in that, you know, because we, we also feel joy being able to do that thing for others. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always feel better after I lead a class, but to be able to take a class that's somebody else's leading and I'm I'm not talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's, <laughs> we don't it's have that. Be, we don't yeah. have that sense of judgment on us that we got to get this right because they're depending on us, right? <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that yeah. they get Just something out of it. Be able to enjoy and be and be present. Yeah. And yeah, it's a different it's a different energy for sure. Yeah. For me, yeah. it would have to be. Um, and I and I know you'll understand the way I say this, but getting lost in a painting, meaning, I I'm I might have a rough idea of what I'm putting, on the canvas. But when I can just be free and my hand seems to just be moving without thought and creating something and then at the end I just kind of, 
wow, I did that. Um, when I'm in that, it's really meditative for me to just kind of be there with the canvas and the energy of the paint and the brush and just letting it do what it does through me. Um, so for me, that sparks joy, is, is being able to sit and get lost in that painting and just have it um, be very... Very, very therapeutic in some ways, so absolutely I would, love it. I would say, too, that if there's somebody out there who's thinking, hmm, and they maybe can't even think of something that brings them joy, mm-hmm. that um, the creative process and doing something with your hands mm-hmm. is, like you say, getting lost in painting. I can totally relate to that, like, where... I'm creating something like a quilt or something like that Mm -hmm. for someone and I have them in mind and it just completely flows out of me as far as choosing what its design is going to be and it's like I don't even have to think about it and that that joy of the creative process and the connection with your heart to your hands is is something um, to try, I think, if you're out there and you're looking for something to bring you joy. It can be even if you enjoy cooking and baking. Mm-hmm. 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 Or, yeah. paint, or painting rocks, which is Anything quite popular. Any, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't have to be necessarily art, but no. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes I do think of um, cooking as art. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, even something that is work related like for me to create a presentation mm-hmm. um, for a new program mm-hmm. for your classes yeah. you know I'm, I'm working but it brings me joy like mm-hmm. oh this turned out great I can't and wait to is, present this or do yeah. this or yeah and it is creative too yeah absolutely well said yeah. ladies so we're going to come back in a little bit and when we do We're going to continue a little bit of this conversation and wrap up with the closing meditation. So stay tuned. Good conversation. Do you have a word you want Pat and I to consider for a future episode? You can leave it on our Facebook page at Unscripted Energy or email us at unscriptedenergy at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back to Unscripted Energy. So we've been talking about this word of the week, joy, and how different components of our lives spark joy, whether it's work or um, activities that we that we love and and like to experience and um, among this podcast you know like I said it goes without saying everybody who's listening everybody who's on here enjoys this podcast Um, so with that um, we think about this idea of joy and you know the opposite side of that and what what that looks like right hopelessness and despair can come in in the absence of joy Um, but joy doesn't have to be monumental It doesn't have to be this big earth-shattering thing. This little three-letter word can be subtle and come into our lives in unexpected ways. 
this, there's a saying that goes that, you know, the, the periodic pleasure of small happenings is the definition of joy. So in this moment, this periodic moment of small happenings, in these next few moments, I'm going to take you on a little journey through joy. So wherever you are and whatever you're doing right now, if it's safe for you to do so, I'd invite you to close your eyes and tune into yourself. And if it's not, maybe you come back to this or maybe you just uh, leave your eyes open and focus on the words and how they land upon you. And so as you settle into the space and you tune in to your breath, maybe just think about that breath. the joy of that breath and how you have gratitude for that breath. As you just breathe that breath and then that breath, you're cultivating joy that you can have with you anytime, anywhere, in a single breath, with a single word. It can just help you to focus your attention on yourself and tune out the outside world for a moment as you just breathe and focus on your breath. And maybe with your next breath, you just bring that sensation deeper into your body and just begin to notice the breath as it moves in and out of your body. Just following your breath in from the beginning all the way to the end as you breathe out. Maybe even saying the word breath as you breathe. Just noticing the breath and honoring the breath. Then with your next joyful breath, bring your attention and the sensations into your body. And notice exactly where the breath goes. And allow for your awareness and the joy to just completely fill your body as you begin to notice where the breath goes and where the joy goes as it comes in with the breath. Maybe some sensations are pleasant, maybe some are unpleasant or neutral. And if the sensations that come up are unpleasant, maybe you let them leave with the breath out to allow more space for joy. And see if you can allow yourself to feel the sensations that come with the joy with each breath into the body. Maybe you even say the word body with the breath. As you breathe and relax into your space, allowing the joy to sift into all the places it's needed. As you Release and let go of any unpleasant feelings. And maybe with your next breath, you just allow that body 
to experience the joy by just actively releasing the tension and the heaviness, the agitation that you might have or any other unpleasant feelings. And just imagine that being released with the breath out. Maybe you even say to yourself the word release as you let it go. And with your next breath, invite that joy deeper in as you experience a sense of ease and lightness that comes into your mind and your body and your spirit. Maybe you even say to yourself, joy, and notice where it lands or where you notice that sensation more deeply. Allow that joy in your heart to fill up your entire being. Maybe you just imagine that you're holding that joy for yourself or perhaps with a sense of generosity you send that sense of joy, that beam from your heart outward into the world. And with the next breath Maybe you just notice if there's something that you want to be different. There's something that you want that joy to change for you. Maybe you want that joy to inspire that change. Or notice if you have anything that you're trying to fight against or any kind of aversions. Know that that aversion or that thing you're fighting against is not your enemy. It's just a thing, and that joy can help transform it. And just breathe and be. Just breathe and be. Be grateful for the breath, the body, the spirit. And as you breathe, feel the energy moving through you, through the joy, above it, around it, in it, below it, through it. And with this breath, recognize the miracle of just being alive and the joy in that. Namaste. 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 Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Patty, for being, here. for being with us again. Really quickly before you go, tell everybody again that website where people can find you if they want to know more about PT Patty and her folks in her practice. ithteam.com. Ithteam.com. And we'll have that on our uh We'll have that on our Facebook page, on the Unscripted Energy Facebook page. Thank you for bringing so much joy to us in our daily lives, personally, and to this podcast for joining us today. And so with that, for Unscripted Energy, I'm Nora Noble. Be well. Stay safe. Peace. You have been listening 
to Unscripted Energy, a podcast by hosts Nora Noble and Pat Jones. The viewpoints on Unscripted Energy are those solely of the hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of our followers or commentators. Thank you for tuning in to Unscripted Energy.